so did you? Kit raised an inquiring eyebrow. Say goodbye properly. No, I didn't. I turned down his most generous offer. It was the truth, although Lainey was beginning to regret it now. Let me guess, you said no so you could feel good about yourself, but you kind of wish you hadn't. She tipped her head back until it was resting against the wall behind her. I hate how you always know these things. He gave her a companionable nudge. If it was me, I'd be exactly the same. Actually, I wouldn't. I'd have wanted to say no, but I couldn't have walked away. So I would have given in and gone for it, then felt even more rejected and miserable afterwards. I've been there too. So you were right to turn him down, even if you are feeling like rubbish right now. Thanks, said Lainey. And you'll find someone else sooner or later. You know you will, Kit said kindly. That sounded familiar. Oh yes, it was pretty much what she told poor rejected Wyatt last night. On the bright side, at least she wasn't as miserable as Wyatt. It isn't going to happen. The decision came out of nowhere, like a comet. But as soon as it entered her head, Lainey knew this is what she needed to do. Not for the rest of the year, at any rate. I'm not going to let it. He frowned. What does that mean? Men, boyfriends. She flapped her hand dismissively. All that sex stuff is just so much more hassle than it's worth. You see someone, you fancy them, you get to really like them, so you think about them all the time, and then sooner or later it all goes tits up and you end up feeling completely rotten until the next one comes along and the whole stupid circle starts all over again. And if you aren't upset, it means it was a waste of time anyway. But if you are upset, it's just the most horrible empty feeling in the world. So that's it. She rose from the bench and gathered together her mismatched cases because the train was approaching the station. I'm taking the rest of the year off. From now until Christmas, at the very least, I shall be a man-free zone. Me and the opposite sex are on a break. Ooh, that feels quite empowering. Go me. Kit said mournfully. Some of us have been on a break since the beginning of the year, even though we didn't want to be. Ah, well, by this time tomorrow you'll be back home in London. Laney gave his arm a reassuring squeeze. More beautiful boys than you can shake a stick at. Actually, I wasn't planning on shaking a stick at them said Kit. Biddy had driven them this morning to the Gare d'Orléans. She'd pressed a packed lunch on them to keep them going during the long and tedious journey home. Thirty minutes after boarding the train to Paris, Lainey had finished hers. You're an animal. Kit shook his head in disbelief. I can't help it. Travelling makes me hungry. She licked her fingers, brushed baguette crumbs off the front of her sleeveless black top, and neatly folded the paper bags that had contained her food. I don't understand how you can not eat yours. Easy because six hours from now I'll still have mine to look forward to, and you'll be hungry again. I'm pretty sure in six hours' time I'll have bought some more food. Lainey's phone beeped with a message. She read it and groaned. Problem? Oh, it's from my dad. He didn't want to say anything yesterday, and of course I can still stay at his place for a while if I really want to, but his girlfriend's kids are in the bedroom, so I'd have to sleep on the sofa, and the boys like to come downstairs at six in the morning to play games on the Xbox before school so if I'd rather find somewhere else, they'd completely understand. Kit grimaced. Bummer. Pretty much. She'd only met the two boys once, last Christmas. They were friendly enough, but incredibly loud. My mum wouldn't mind you staying with us for a bit, if you're desperate. Lainey smiled at him. I bet your mum's as lovely as you are. Well, nearly. I mean it, though. You'd be welcome. She'll try and feed you up, too. That sounds wonderful. 
Not really, said Kit. She's a shocking cook.